writer. Don't know her last name. Maybe it's best used anonymous. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Lalita D. And Oh, Scar. Talking about Lalita's parents. That's right. What are you guys talking about? A show about cutlery. Okay, seven minutes. Yes, seven minutes. There you go. Um, the fact that yeah, the fact that you mentioned about adequate, um, that also adequate. I was just thinking about that. Adequate is also okay. Um, there's also the Chinese banquet adequate, um, which uh, is pretty like to me is very very overrated. Um, and I I think that is the number one test. Like a Chinese boy, oh not Chinese, like American boyfriend girlfriend. Um, well, I will give a, a quick of my experience growing up. So like at any time, a Chinese New Year, we'll have a big round table and I have like 20, 30 dishes. And they're all look delicious. But you don't have time to eat because every single like 30 seconds, you're supposed to raise a glass and share to somebody. <laughs> And you haven't shared before, and you have to wish them all the good things that you don't really mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Rich. The Let's watch full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. Let's watch This is Carl. Movie I'm Mike's friend. On YouTube I wrote Michael this song. Spiegelman. My turn-ons are sad. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That is the name of our podcast. Search for L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And we have a YouTube channel. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. And Carl, good to see you, man. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. I can't exactly see you, but um, good to Skype you. Good to Skype you, man. Good to Skype you. Uh Carl, we have a special guest. We have Paul Brumbaugh on the Ta-da. line. Hi, Paul. Ta-da! It's great to be here, guys. Paul and I and Carl, we are all part of Mutiny Radio, and you can hear our shows first every Sunday. Just type in mutinyradio.fm into whatever, and you will get our uh, streaming service. Uh, Paul Brumbaugh has a great, great, great podcast called the Edge of Insanity, that is on Sundays at noon. It's also available on iTunes, etc. And then we follow at 2 p.m. This is all Pacific Standard Time yeah. on Sunday. We do what our title says. We L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Uh, it's so obvious. Carl, what movie are we watching today? Today we are watching Carnosaur, 1993. Carnosaur. So that's what you – Carnosaur. So you go – it's C-A-R-N – O 
S-A-U-R. Okay. That's what you put in your YouTube search engine. Nineteen. Oh, so it's not Carne with an E. Yeah. Meat sore. Right. It's and not. It's not Corona sore. <laughs> and it's not Corona sore. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Not the Corona Zone. <laughs> That's a million dollar idea, Paul. Yes. I know. So we like the channel D P O E N. D P O N. D P O E N. Yeah. Carnosaur, 1993, Roger Corman. D P O E N is the channel we like. Okay, so we want you to go find that, search for it, and when you see the link, click it, and then once you get to the page, Hit pause, for God's sake, move the slider to the left, so it should be zero, zero, zero. Did you do that? Good. We're very excited, and we're very honored to have the Countdown King himself, the maestro of descending numerals. Let's get ready to brumba. The world doesn't move on the beat of a different brum. Brum, 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 under brumba. Please, please give it up for Paul Brumba. Yeah. All right, good to be here, guys. Man, I am so excited about this. Carnosaur, see, and I had it all mixed up with the other weed show with uh, the Elvis flick, but we won't even talk about that. Elvis is a carnosaur. All right, cool. Here we go. <laughs> do this in true carnosaur uh, style. <laughs> Let's do this in three. Oh, put your finger over the little triangle. Right. I almost forgot my own mind. Wow, holy smokes. Let's do this. Let's do it in three, <laughs> two, one, go. New Horizons, Roger Corman. He didn't direct this movie, right? It's just no. he presents it. The director's the same Roger guy Corman we saw last week, right? Adam Simon. Yeah. So the, wait a minute, the director of Brain Dead directed Carnosaur? Right, and he has the balls to put Brain Dead in this movie. So one of the characters watches his previously directed movie. Yeah. I mean it's not even Quentin Tarantino and he's kissing his own butt. The worst part is they're doing a movie podcast about it in real time. <laughs> it took really? my idea. Our idea. Yeah, and everyone else's idea. Oh, right. Oh, it's the start of us. Chickens. Uh-oh. Bok, bok, chickens. <laughs> Aaron Osborne is a chicken. No, these are ostriches. This is the target species chicken. Ustalik. Target species. None of these chickens. See, it says iguana. Iguana. So, yeah. So yeah. what they're doing is some genetic splicing here, and they're trying to arrive at a dinosaur. You know why they added the lizard? Because iguana add lizard to it. Mm-hmm. Iguana. Uh, I iguana think iguana, do it. I think iguana do it. Yeah, I'll ask him, but I think iguana. Yeah. So he's, they're mutating chickens into like a super monster. Ooh, look at that blood. Albatross. That was a big problem about the project. That albatross that hung on them like something. Yeah, it hung around uh -oh, their pelican. Oh, they're naked chickens. The Corman's Wow. Corman's 
the executive produced this, but this was directed by Brain Dead director. Right, Adam Ugh. Simon, the guy who the the player, the movie The Player pokes fun at. And um Yeah, you can you tell that story again? Because that's a great story you had mentioned in last week's episode. Well, I mean, it's just it was part of the movie. Uh the the player was Tim Tim Robbins, and it his Griff he's Griffin Mill. And uh, they're shooting some movie, and he just says, who let Adam Simon on the lot? They're just stabbing him. Okay, here's a meeting. <laughs> here's a meeting, and this guy wants to know uh, where Dr. Jane Tiptree is, because she's gone missing. Ah, uh, she has, huh? Dr. Jane Tiptree. Do they call her? Tree. It's a taser. Dr. Payne Pitree. Well, you oh, we tried everything. The, um, There's no response. <laughs> we, Yeah, right. Did you page her? It's, it's, yes, it's 1993. Of course we paged her. We paged her. We faxed her. We sent a telegram. What else can we do? Now, you remember the, the Eunice Corporation from last movie. Um, Certainly. They were doing a lot of brain dead experimentation. Right. Uh, on a serial killer. Or something. And it had an infinity hacker. symbol, like the sideways eight. Yeah, he made a big deal out of that. I was, uh, I mean, yes, Ta did, did oh. it show up? Here we go. Dinosaur? Well, yes. As yeah, a matter of fact, hot. right now, Caliente. the guy from <laughs> Unis Corporation is saying, yeah, we got Dr. Jane Tiptree. Uh, we see it says Unis on the camera. Yeah, look at there it is. It's, it's going to say so units this is part of the, everything. So this is part of the Adam Simonverse. Yes. Okay, Diane Ladd, she is Dr. Jane Tiptree. It says it right there, Carl. She's working in secret for Eunice. And she has to have total seclusion, and they're not allowed to know what she's working on for three years, or they lose the rights yeah. of their patents. So Five Bucks says she never leaves this set. Five Bucks? I am not that vet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see, and how many times have you seen Carter for? I've seen it four times. This is my fifth time. Oh, dear Lord. Dear Lord. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, well, it was great having you, Carl. Let's just stop. <laughs> I think this is an elaborate prank. I just wanted you to watch Carter Store for five times. Da 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 da. Thank you. Uh, we just came in to clean up. <laughs> Diane, oh, no, they're on TV. Five days on this film. Five days, and she was right there in that uh, set the whole time. And she's top villain, and, and she's, you know, I, full disclosure, I did see this movie in the theater in 1993. Wow. Uh, and she was the best part in it. Okay. So, you know, uh, one of the things we should mention is that Corman is the master of uh, just ripping off the current movies. And this came out the same weekend as Jurassic Park, which uh, gave him enough free publicity. It well, was look, theatrically released, and I right. saw it. Yeah. I just want to say that the guy who I did saw it in Brookline. Two, the guy who did Cars Life Two, he's the master. He's the master. But uh, Roger, You're right? Car no, I take that back. In
Go ahead. Tell them. You tell everybody like Jurassic Park was coming out. Yeah. So Jurassic Park was coming out, and his idea was to release a a killer dinosaur movie of his own, Carnosaur, and it played at the Brookline in Brookline, Massachusetts. There's a movie house, like an art house, and they showed it. And everyone, including myself, lined up because here's a chance to see a Roger Corman movie in 1993 in the theater. And we were really excited. It was the new Corman. Uh, this was before he, he was cranking out sci-fi movies and he had other mediums to deliver his films. But uh, the movie was terrible. I mean, I, I, at least from what I remember, it was an awful experience. But we experienced it together. Right. You remember right. Oh, too. You know, traditionally on this show, we I asked you at the end of the movie, did you like this movie? But I, I'm going to cut all pretensions and just ask you in the first 10 minutes of our watching, what uh, did you think of the film? No, I did not. Uh, this was not well done. No. All right. Okay. So WordPress, because I have seen this and I, I agree. This is really not well done. So we'll see why uh, as the film goes on. There's reasons to like it, and it's good on your show, but it's just not enough to be like – I mean, I wouldn't watch it a sixth time. <laughs> what about the sequels? Are you going to see Carnosaur 2 or Carnosaur 3? Nope. You're right about that. There was Carnosaur 2 and Carnosaur 3, and then there were two spinoffs. They just didn't call them Carnosaur. One was called Raptor, and one was called The Eden Formula. So that makes five films – off of thanks to Jurassic Park was going to one day come out. Wow, that's a nut. Yeah. Uh, you know, this plan looks pretty foul. <laughs> okay, so poultry plan. something is missing, you see, and Jane Tiptree wants it back. And so they're saying nobody is in and out of the place. So the driver goes, come on, bud. I got to be in such and such in five hours and I'm late, you know. So he let him out. So in the back of this chicken truck is something mysterious. Uh, does it rhyme with dinosaur? <laughs> it does rhyme with dinosaur, yes. <laughs> Actually, dinosaur and carnosaur, that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. yeah I always thought this was this carnosaur, like it was made out of meat. Yeah, he's a carnivore. Carnosaur. Yeah, carnivore. Oh, but he, so but the, he doesn't eat plants then, right? He's not an omnivore. Omnivore. No, he's not an omnivore. No. Omnivore. Um, I'm starting an all plant based diet, Mike. Did I tell you about that? No, Carl. You didn't tell me about your all plant diet. Yeah, I mean. Well, by all plant based, I mean only foods that have been manufactured in a food processing plant. Well, <laughs> like mac and cheese, yeah. mac and cheese. Oh yeah, sure, but of course, but uh, but but no, especially funyuns. Funyuns are the shit, yo. <laughs> they're all they're all natural. I mean, they're not made out of like imaginary stuff. No, they're made out of fun. Yeah. Okay, so what's happened is what's escaped from. Jane Tiptree's lab uh, has now killed. It killed chickens, and then it killed the chicken driver. Now, here's Brain Dead. Really? He looks cool, man. He looks like Arnold. I thought that was Arnold Schwarzenegger for a second. Yeah, right. 
Uh, oh, be drinking beer. Oh, he's not even drinking beer. He's going for the hard stuff. No, that's a beer. He says, better a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. A bottle. Oh, boy. Aaron Simon, he he fucking got the continuity going. That's a reference to his previous film, where he got a lobotomy, or he gave a lobotomy. He gave, gave a lobotomy. Okay, now, this guy's job is to protect all the heavy equipment on this mountain where they're strip mining, and the hippy-dippy guys uh-huh. are, like, fucking with them because they don't like the big corporation. And that's why he's shooting at them? Right. Seems extreme. Well, it's keeping them away can't, from like, wait. the site, you know. Yeah. So he could wave, like, a, a stick at him. Dang, hippies. Now, he's this... Parade. Was... Uh-oh, no, he's a killdozer. <laughs> That's right. Good one, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that was a switch. Let's, uh, let's hope he... Oh, phew. Oh no, it's the Killdozer soundtrack. Blip, 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 blip. Oh no, it's now, now it's followed by the band Killdozer. Knuckles was a dog, was a very fine dog. Remember how no. they all looked the same? Like they got one actor to save money? Jesus Christ, that was the second time I did extensive research, and I just couldn't tell any of those guys apart. <laughs> See how it's just... four people in that movie. You know, on a, on a heavy loader? Yeah. Okay, he's found a prisoner. And she's... Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Kelly Kristen. It's uh, Jennifer Runyon. Becca de Monet. And she was in Ghostbusters. Jennifer Runyon? Do you remember they were doing that task? The, uh, yeah. Like, what, a couple she of was, lines? Like, what do I have on the card? She was, the, right. yeah, the flirt, flirt bait for uh, Bill Murray. That's a memorable scene. Yeah. But that was like 11 years prior to this. That was 84. I, nine years. 84, yeah. And then she was on Charles in Charge from 84 to 87 as... Um, well, why, way to bury the lead, Carl. Way to bury the lead. Of course I know who she is. She's from <laughs> Charles in Charge, the first family. And she was Cindy Brady in A Very Brady Christmas, 1988. This is her last thing she ever did on camera. She, she quit after this. Wow. Well, let's uh, be grateful that she's in this movie then. Yes. Very Brady Christmas. Yeah, Jennifer Funyon. <laughs> Funyon's already... Did she, she play Marsha? Did she replace somebody? Did Funyon replace somebody? No. Heir to the, heiress to the Funyon. As you know from reading uh, Hollywood Dogs That Drink, Cindy... Yes, had they had a tiger for Brady Bunch. Right. Cindy was a... You know, Cindy fell into ruin after the Brady Bunch. And she tried to sleep with, what's that dog's name? Tiger. Tiger. Yeah, remember she was like yanking on his pocket rocket. It's in the book. Uh, so they needed somebody to be Cindy because Cindy was <laughs> now na- nowhere to be found. And that was Jennifer Runyon. Interesting. 
Now, this is the coroner. Wow, that's a claim to fame. It is. Yeah. And I don't know why she went away. Her name is Thrush in this film. Like, it's their hippie name. Her oh. real name is Anne. And this guy is a professional coroner who doesn't wear goggles or masks when cutting out shit. Good, <laughs> good to know. Right. His mask is down. Even Yeah, even Quincy puts up, ties his fucking mask up. Right. You know, every time they go to a coroner in any movie. It's never got blood on it. Medical exam. No blood on it. Yeah, look, I'm going to use it. I, I don't have time to uh, take my glove off, so I'll just use the rotary phone now. <laughs> yeah, and spread the germ.